Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm great. How are you? <laughs> I'm also doing great. Hmm. Um, That's good. Um, welcome, welcome back, everybody. Welcome back. Episode two of the new season of Ramen and Rosé. Um, Shit. <laughs> what happened? I, my phone wasn't on silent. <laughs> um, how's your How's your week been, Tabitha? What? My okay. So this week. Um, was the hurricane? Hurricane of of LA. Yes. Um. So it's been weird. So I I I didn't I did not go to work. Um. I I stayed home. You went to work. I went to work. I did not want to. Yeah. Um. Because uh, we were basically basically there was like a conversation on if we should go in or not. And a lot of people were like, you better be here. Um, and I was like, I don't want to die driving. Listen, the rain was not the issue. It wasn't the issue. our streets and stupid ass drivers who don't know how to drive in the rain. Yeah, because like, honestly, like, okay. The crazy thing was, was like that Monday morning when I woke up and I decided not to go to work. Part of the reason I decided not to go, it wasn't that it was still raining. It was that I heard about... 16 sirens in 40 minutes yet yeah, no and i was like it just seems like people just don't know how to drive right now and i just i don't think that's smart yeah because even if the sirens weren't going to car crashes they were still going yeah and they were going to fix power lines and uh emergency things that then like flooded places like there yeah. was there was a good amount of damage we didn't lose power but i know people who did yeah there was flooding yeah and i just, like the streets knowing the streets that we have to drive to to work or to get to certain places just, i wasn't about to be on that street no it just wasn't worth it my uh, car is not built to be a raft yeah we both have also we both have small cars yeah. so like they're small little boxes they're, they're tiny box cars so like it's like it's not worth it but for everyone who like saw it and whatever like it happened. It's a thing that 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 occurred, and it wasn't that bad. And it wasn't that bad. I sh- I did not feel either of the earthquakes. Um, there was two, and no one was expecting those. Mm-mm. But um, you know, it's okay. Yeah, and I just think if more people were out on the roads, it would have been a lot worse. So, yeah. So you know what? It's okay. Like I do worry that something worse is going to happen next year. Oh, I think so too. I'm not even. I don't even think it's next year. I think another next three months. Because hurricane season doesn't end until October. Great. Yep. So, uh, people, maybe research what to buy in a hurricane. Mm-hmm. What you should do with your houses, especially your windows, anywhere you may have leakage. Don't panic buy. Um, and if you have an alternate route to and from work, if you have to go in. um Yeah, just be prepared. Don't panic, but be prepared. Mm -hmm. And don't trust drivers. Don't trust drivers, yeah. Don't Uber. Don't Uber. And just keep keep that extra shit in your house. Like, if anything from COVID has taught us is, like, just keep the extra shit in your house. Keep the water. Toilet paper, water, flashlights. Flashlights, batteries. Just keep it in your house. Backup chargers. Like, just do it. Just do it. It's fine. Um, but yeah, that's my week. How was your week? <laughs> my week was fine. Um, it's been a little boring. I've been home a lot more because of everything that's happened. Yeah, that's true. Um, I saw two not great movies. I saw Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and uh, Haunted Mansion. I'm gonna let y'all know they are what they say they are oh. and nothing more, nothing less. Mm. 
So if that's that's my thoughts on those. Okay. Um, other than that, I've been reading a lot more, so that's been good. Yeah, you have been reading a lot more. Yeah, I've been reading a lot. Yeah, you have. Like, and I'm like, oh, man. And then it made me start to read more. It's good. Because I was like, I can read at work. I'm tired of not. So, like, right. yeah, it's good. It's nice. Yeah. Um. Okay, so everyone, welcome. This is officially season two. Yeah. Um... Do you want to open up? Do you want to open up the bottle now? Sure. Okay. Do you want me to introduce what we're talking about? Yeah. Go ahead. Okay. So this this day on Robin Rose, um, we're talking about cozy TV. So we, so we have a little dog, Eddie. He's a, a sweetheart. He is not that little, but he gets a little anxious when we're away from home. So to help this, we've been playing cozy TV for him, and we've also just ended up watching a lot of it over the summer. So if y'all, y'all, we've been watching, um, basically anytime we're home, it is on. So we end up seeing bits and pieces of a bunch of different TV shows that honestly are TV shows that have shaped how television is today and the themes and and archetypes that we like um so we decided it might be a fun little idea since we did a summer review for movies that we're gonna do a summer review for our sitcoms of cozy tv and it's extra great because one of those is the nanny and i don't know if y'all know about a little strike that's happening (laughs) (laughs) um but we wanted to show our support for our president and take a look at her career and why she's been made so influential uh, and this is a great way to do that. It is a great way to do that. And we're also, just so you guys know, we're going to take a pivot this season because of the strike. Mm-hmm. Um, so we are going to... Oh, wait. What what was the face? Did you try it? I did. So we're drinking rosé all day today because mm-hmm. like Cozy TV, you can sit and drink this while you watch it all, all day. day. Um, it's very citrusy. It is. Mm. I was I was When I was pouring it in, I was like, oh, I should have brought the berries over here. Cause it would, I could like just tell like this is like, this is like a berries and chocolate rosé. Oh, I love chocolate and berries. Yeah. Um, but we decided to take a pivot this this season because of the strike. Not that we think the strike is going to last us all year, but we also don't really want to like. Okay, yes. Part of the strike is the residuals. And the reason why actors are striking is because you can work, basically, let's say, The Nanny, for example, six seasons on a show, mm-hmm. and they play your shit every day, and you're only getting, like, $1,500 a month for something you worked on for six years, which is basically, like, your life's work. Um, so... One of the big things is residuals, and part of the thing that's great about Cozy TV is that you do get residuals, and it's not just happening on the streaming service, because uh-huh. The Nanny is also on Max right now. Uh-huh. Um, Frasier is on H- is on Hulu. Yes, it is. And, and Roseanne, I think, is also on Hulu, because that's an ABC property. Yeah. And so, <clears throat> because of that, they get different, they get different numbers and different money, from it being on streaming versus it being in residuals. Yeah. Um, so we're just kind of reframing how we look at TV and how we are going about the and season. How actors are getting their paychecks when yeah. they do TV. Yeah. Um, so we're going to be doing more sitcoms this season. Not a lot of Hollywood movies. We're going to be going to different movies across 
across the world, across the globe yeah, to show so other options. We'll look at some Bollywood. We'll look at uh, what, there's like a lot of stuff coming out of Spain New and Zealand. Italy and New Zealand yeah. right now. There's a lot of there's more world to discover. So we're gonna take a look at that. Mm-hmm. So that's what's happening on Ramen and Rose. The the Rose is still gonna say the same. The Ramen's still gonna say the, the same. same. Um, did we have Susuru again last night? Yes, we did. Damn straight, we did. Susuru is <laughs> so good. It's good. We both had Mayu. Yeah. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. But that's basically what's going to be happening this season. Um, and hopefully you enjoy this content. What's going to happen third season? Who Who's to say? We might who's pick up say? with regularly fa- like scheduled programming. But listen, Ramen and Rosé is of the world and for the world so whatever's happening in the world at the time is going to affect what we put out yeah maybe maybe next season we listen to other podcasts and rate other podcasts listen disney wants to make a frozen spinoff on a podcast and you sent that shit to me and it is something that might be happening but there is a lot of podcasts now being made that um basically we're bringing back radio <laughs> yeah like like radio stories um yeah what was called? <laughs> radio dramas radio dramas yeah podcasts and am i confused by it yes do i mind it nah i mean mm. i mean i like radio dramas i like that aspect of podcasts i, I don't but think frozen needs to be one but it, it didn't it didn't um <laughs> it did not <laughs> Um, so, the first, the first thing that we are going to talk about today is Roseanne. Yes, we are talking about Roseanne. Okay. So, I'm going to play the Roseanne theme song instead of the trailer. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a weird, because they also, so, the Roseanne theme... So, okay, let me let me get into Roseanne really quick for me. So what was your what was your history of watching Roseanne? Did you watch it growing up as a kid? So that Roseanne was the one that I had nothing really to go off of. Same. I only know Roseanne because we did talk about in our sitcom class as it was kind of the titular uh, sitcom that created this idea of of basic family structure following the family um and it's but it is also one of the first that really made it about the the female in the story yeah instead of revolved around man yeah <laughs> um and i knew roseanne was important i didn't know why until we started watching it mm-hmm. and i was like oh roseanne was also super progressive for so its day yeah and it's and it is funny. Like, it's funny yeah. and it's a little edgy sometimes, yeah. but it, it feels like a really rooted family. Yeah. Which makes sense of why it was so popular. Yeah. I, I'm I'm going to agree with everything that you said. So I wasn't, so you just didn't watch it. I wasn't allowed to watch it growing up. Oh, what? Yeah. Great. I mean, no, that makes sense because they talk about birth control. They, they talk about. Yeah. So from, according to my mom. Mm-hmm. was and may she rest in peace but what she told me was was basically a white trash family mm-hmm. who had no morals and no values and 
It's funny. <laughs> I went, oh, this this family's like my family. We talk about all the same stuff. Like, okay, but the crazy thing is, is like, I think someone told her that. Yeah. Because it's, it's that whole thing of like focus on the family kind yeah. of shit. So like, I wasn't allowed to watch it. And because I wasn't allowed, I was like, oh, I have no interest in it. And watching it now, I'm like, oh, wait. I, like, I honestly think she would have really enjoyed it if some, if there wasn't this, like, Christian culture, like, don't watch this because it's of the world and you don't want to be in the world. Like, that whole bullshit. But, like, it's really good. No, it's really good. And it, it kind of allowed sitcoms to push the edge Mm -hmm. and talk about things because there's a lesbian character in a time when there's a gay character they introduced the gay character in like 92 before ellen yeah yeah and it's and it's crazy that we forget that Mm -hmm. because of of our politics now because watching roseanne now like parts of it do feel dated but yeah because it was of the 90s like but yeah and it was a classic it is still like a classic middle lower class family yeah and honestly like a lot of the time that those end up especially when you're looking back in time tend to be conservative yeah um but it was but i like that it actually was like a liberal show made for conservative people yeah it was um and that's not a thing anymore. There's not uh-uh. there there are not conservative liberals Mm-mm. because now it's all wrapped up into this weird package. And this is such a weird thing to look at as far as like a capsule in time. Yeah, because it is it is the moment before we decided that you couldn't be both. Yeah. Um. And it's because also so we kind of talked about earlier that. This is a show that launched careers for people. Mm-hmm. It never got an award, but it launched writers and actors mm-hmm. into these and, and made them these sitcom movie icons. Yes. It's like I didn't even I had forgotten that Amy Sherman Palladino wrote on this show. Yeah. And Joss Whedon. Yes. And like No. Yeah. That's the thing. That is why like okay. If you the, and we're going to get into this this season, but if you look at if you're looking at sitcoms as a stage play and you look at John Goodman's performance spe- oh. specifically in this show when when sitcoms do well it is when everyone on the team goes this is a stage play we're just filming it because it has to be played that way also because this was the show that made made it able for comedians to make the jump yes to have their own show immediately because roseanne barr had never acted before this Mm -hmm. so they so i read something that like talked about how the producers specifically cast amazing actors who had great chemistry with her Mm -hmm. so she could be funny and shine but they could also tell the story which is why john goodman is in this Mm -hmm. because we watched one scene and we were like god damn john goodman (laughs) can act he can kill it like and and because you have writers like Amy Sherman Palladino, mm-hmm. who literally that her th- the reason why Gilmore Girls and Marvelous Mrs. Maisel does so well is because she understands stage. Oh, yeah. So and she understands how to film it because of this show. Yes. So like if you look at some of the scenes, because even if you look at the layout of the Connors house mm-hmm. versus the layout of 
Emily Gilmore's house? Mm-hmm. You can, because, like, uh, like, I was watching it, especially in, like, season nine when they do, like, the rich people or whatever bullshit. Yeah. Some of the names that they use, I shit you not, are some of the names that they use in Gilmore Girls yeah. as weird rich people names. Because she will do shit that's, like, Biddy Bitterton. <laughs> the Biddy Bittertons. The Biddy Bittertons. And it's like, no, but you understand that it's a joke yeah. to the highest order. But... That that is that's not what's happening right now. We're gonna play the theme song. We're gonna <sighs> we're gonna play the theme song, and then we're gonna get into the cast members that got launched mm-hmm. on this, and then we'll wrap this up, and then we'll yeah right yeah 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 yeah. Hang on, it's not playing. It's not loud at all. That good harmonica. They do have excellent chemistry. Uh, yeah. John Goodman and Vampar. And the way that they're just showing, like, this is what real families look like. No, yeah. Because a lot of the other family intros were very, like, past the salt, past the di-. Like, it's very, like, eh. No, and this feels like a real family. Mm-hmm. Everybody's in each other's business. No one really knows what they're doing. Like... Oh, um, this amazing! This is just an amazing opening shot of yeah. everything. And so that continuous shot—that's great. Yeah. Oh. Oh, Spectrum, we didn't need you. Thank you. Continue. What you were gonna say? Um, no, I was just talking about Spectrum. Um, <laughs> no, before we played it. Um, but no, it's just understanding the stage play and understanding how they just understood. Um, they just understood. And it also is consistently, I truly believe that with sitcoms, sitcoms are the actors and the writers medium. Yeah. The directors, there's a different director every single fucking episode. Like it does not matter what a director does because the cast and the writers are in charge on a sitcom. Yeah. And, and you can tell with Roseanne that cast fucking loves each other. Yes. They just are comfortable with each other. That's why they feel like a family. And even, even if like they don't always agree with like each other, they will support each other Mm -hmm. because it's so tight knit. Yep. Oh, so good. It's it's good. Um, and, that's, and that's like, that's the thing about Friends that always worked, is mm-hmm. that everybody loves each other on that show. They really did. And it's the same thing with, so like, when it's like, Pat, it's like, okay, there are always, there's always the show that is, this is a passion project from the start. Mm-hmm. And then there's a show that is, this is a passion project because we made it our passion project. Yeah. And you can always tell which is which because yeah. like Ted Lasso is passion through and through from the start like just 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 you can feel it like you can and that's yeah. the thing that people connect with yeah and then there's the shows like Roseanne and um Friends and there's another one that I had in my head a second ago fucking Big Bang Theory yeah which also is 
also has Johnny Galecki in it. Mm Mm-hmm. But it was a show that was like a one-off. It wasn't supposed to go more than three seasons. No. But they loved each other, and you could tell. So it, so it just kept working. And that's the thing is like something that that was talked about when in 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 like the zygast of Roseanne is Roseanne. A lot of it was based on her own life and her own family. Mm-hmm. Roseanne Barr, the actor, mm-hmm. and she ended up coming up with and driving a lot of the storylines, and never got credit for that. Yep. They gave credit to the producer, not even the writer. And so she she got partially gypped yeah. because not only did she create this great character, the show was based off of her. Yeah. Like it, it's it's Hannah Montana. Like yeah. that's exactly what they did then with Miley Cyrus later yeah. on. But just she's never been able to say that either. No. Um, and so it it's it's kind of stupid. It is. <laughs> it's kind of stupid. Um, and like that's ultimately why it ended up not working is that people in charge didn't didn't have the passion for it anymore, and no. so they didn't allow the actress to do what they needed to do, and then it just went to crap. Yep. Um, do we want to talk about the revival of this now? Um, really quick. I'm going to go through the list of guest stars that were on. Oh my god, that got fucking their careers. Yeah, yeah. so let's just go, I'm just going to name some of the top ones. Uh, Johnny Galecki, George mm-hmm. Clooney, Martin Mull, Michael O'Keefe, um, Toby Maguire, Ellen DeGeneres, oh god, Leonardo yeah. DiCaprio, mm-hmm. Fred Willard, mm-hmm. um, Sharon Stone, Steven Seagal, like, it's like a and the, Neil Patrick Harris. Like it's oh God, it's yeah. it's a very and I just picked out some of the top ones, so, not all of them. Um, and that's the thing. Like sitcoms are a lovely place for people to come visit, and you can be a day player, and it's okay. Yeah. And because like with dramas, it's harder to drop someone in and out who is a dramatic because you want them there for at least six episodes. Yeah, you want them there for six episodes. You want them to be a, you want them to be a part of the story mm-hmm. because especially if it's a more intense story, you're like, oh man, I love that actor. Like, yeah, they gave, they could have given them more. <laughs> Whereas sitcoms, the more is like, did you get a really funny moment in? Yeah, cool, you're good. You're good. You paid your time, and it's like, and if someone does like them so much that they bring them back, awesome. Mm-hmm. It just helps your career more. But sitcoms are a great little tester for like all of all of entertainment yes um alrighty so yeah we don't want to get too far into this without talking about I think we need to talk about the cancellation of Roseanne and then we can talk about like Roseanne the person and yeah. then we can get into the revival through that way okay well okay so season nine so um oh I was talking about how she got canceled Oh, go go for it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Rough. Yeah. So you have the exact tweet pulled up, right? I do, but that was that was why the revival then get canceled, not originally why the show got canceled. No, I know, but so the yeah. the revival. So okay. So basically, the revival didn't get canceled. Canceled. What they did was they they canceled her, uh-huh. and just removed her from the cast, which is crazy so well, you can't do it when the show's named after you so then they renamed it the connors mm-hmm. after that so it's a completely different show um but basically like basically it got they had a reboot and then they decided to come back everything was fine the reason that they brought back the characters was because 
of a fight between Roseanne voting for Trump and her sister voting for Jill Stein. Jill Stein. Because so, she's a good doctor. Yeah, because so it's already a hotbed of things that it, it's not going to work right now. No. And and it's on, I think, for what, three seasons? I think so. Yeah. It's on for three seasons. And then Roseanne sends out a tweet. And that on May 29th, 2018, Barb was fired from the show after she posted a message on Twitter reading Muslim Brotherhood and Planet of the Apes had a baby. Referring to Valerie Jarrett, an African-American woman who served as senior advisor to former U.S. President Barack Obama from 2009 to 2017. Uh, obviously, it was seen as very racially insensitive. Yep. Uh, she also tried to defend this later on a YouTube video, yes. being like, "I thought she was white." Yes, I. Yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, which it's not great. Um, no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> not great. Um. So so listen, we are talking about a show from a woman who did, who is canceled. But at the yes. same time, it needs to be talked about mm-hmm. as what it was in the moment. And the crazy thing is, is she was so progressive. Yeah. And now she's so not. And she's so not. Yeah. Yeah. And that's it, what happens is our political climate completely flips around. Mm-hmm. And so what was once seen as okay is not. It's not. Um, so, yes. But now we can get into the other stuff, which is... Uh-huh. Which is the revival. So so this revival had no idea where to start. Um, and season nine was rough. There's a lot of things that happened that the original the original audience of Roseanne hated. So they basically said, let's retcon it all. Yeah. So they don't kill off the husband. Yeah. They don't kill off John Goodman's character, which they spend an entire season convincing you. That he's dead. No, that he's alive. Oh, that he's alive. Oh, oh, yes. Yeah, that's the thing. So they, I mean, I guess spoilers for sh- this show, but basically. You weren't going to watch it anyway, we, we know. Yeah. So basically what happens is at the at the end of, I think, I think season seven, mm-hmm. um, Johnny Galecki's character gets uh, Sarah Gilbert's character pregnant. Mm-hmm. And they have a wedding because they are going to have a baby. And then at the wedding, um, he has a he has a heart attack. Yeah. And they take him to the hospital. And then when they come back, he's better. And they have now won the lottery. Yeah. Um. And then they go on a series of adventures. There's a there's a whole thing that happens where the baby is born. Um is born premature there's like the, oh god there's like a, there's all there's there's so much that happens like it's like so intense and i mean it's not like it was any any more intense than so, like some of the other things like when uh the sister what is her name the blonde one who she gets drunk um while her parents are away and she gets oh, like god. really drunk with her friend um but like and there's just there's things that happen but then they do all of this and you you zoom out and it's Roseanne writing a book and she's dedicating it to him and being like, you're the love of my life. I wish you were here to see all this, but you're not. And I and I remember like watching it and having seen some of the show like on and off being like, he's dead. Because you can't just kill off John Goodman and expect everyone to be okay. Yeah, I was like, I was like, 
what the fuck? I was so upset. This happened last week. You weren't here. I was like, and like, that was a rough week. Yeah, it was a rough week. So then, then I was like, well, now wait a minute. How'd they bring him back? So they bring him back. Then they have In to the stupidest way possible. And then they have to kill her off because she said something stupid. Because. It's just, you can't make a show that was perfect in the time period it was written the same exact way Mm. presently. That is not how, because guess what? Everybody in the fucking world has changed. Yes. So to make a good show, you have to write it for the time. And the new Roseanne was not for the time. And I think part part of the problem, and this is something that we will get around to eventually with the other shows, is that... When, when they do a reboot, they don't understand that you cannot make you cannot make the show about the same main character. No, you can have you can have the character do like be there and ha- but it cannot be from that character's point of view. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's not gonna work because you've already gone through all of their emotions and all of their devices. So it just doesn't work. But that's that's another that we'll get into that later. Um, is there well, we should probably wrap this up. Yeah, yeah. Rate it. Um, well, really quick before we do, is there anything in particular that you in watching this really love about this show and something that you really like don't like about this show? Yes. Um, what I love about this show is the intimacy of the cast yeah and how much it was important for everybody to have good chemistry and feel good with Mm -hmm. their co-workers um because they even recast the kid really early on yeah because a the kid grew too much but b he just was he just wasn't good to work with yeah and so they recast it to a new kid and it's like that was a good choice oh and they the sister they switch out back and forth like twice that's crazy yeah no no the blonde that explains why i did not know who one person was <laughs> i went who the fuck is she yeah oh, she's back never mind yeah 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 she comes back yeah they they did it twice it's funny um but like yeah it's it it uh for ensemble shows and shows where you are going to be in the same room with the same people for years like you have yeah. to be able to work well yes together and i'm glad and and that's what i think works about the show um things i don't really like about the show i mean i don't know because that's the thing is is i kind of go this show is so of its time that i just i don't relate to it anymore there's mm-hmm. parts of it that i definitely relate to because it's a family yeah but there's things that i go eh, it's kind of outdated and that's fine because it was perfect for the time period. Yeah. You got to take things in the context, so. Eh. Okay, yeah. Um, I think, like, for me, the one thing that I love about the show is, is I, <laughs> I like that they were hitting on things that honestly, nowadays, there are not a lot of sitcoms that do in, yeah. in our time period in a way that feels real. And not something as, like, a trope. And it's crazy because it's a lot of things that we talk about a lot in politics. Yes. But we don't talk about in sitcoms. Because it's too divisive now. And it's not even that it's too divisive. It's, like, some of the stuff, though, it, the way that they handled it, it's not... 
It's practical. It's practical. It's not. It's. It's not that. It's not that they're handling it in a way that goes. This is the week that we need to talk about this. It goes. This is a natural, organic way that this is going to happen, and how we can talk about it. That affects our cast yeah. specifically, not a side character that they have to introduce and then leave. Oh God, yeah. Which is which is part of the problem on why like the those storylines don't work but like on ted lasso they do mm-hmm. because they make them you go you already have a big enough cast hit it with them mm-hmm. instead of instead of some side character all around the way your characters should not be removed from the world that they live in and the yes. conversations that they're having yes no they shouldn't but that's how a lot of people handle it now yeah. on a lot of sitcoms and i really Really love that. The thing that I don't like is if Roseanne does not take a motherfucking breath class so that way (laughs) she can breathe through her fucking lines, I'm gonna lose it. Because I have never, I have never related to my voice and speech teachers more than hearing her breathe out before she says every joke. Like, I... (laughs) But then that's crazy. Cause so that's why I never really loved uh, Roxanne. Uh, wow, I always call her Roxanne. I don't remember. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. Roseanne Barr. I watched She Devil when mm. I was very little with my mom, mm. and I was like, "Man, a streep." But she, as the main character, was so annoying to me, and I could not because I was like, "I get it. It's a revenge story." But like, yeah, your motherfucking voice, breathe, breathe. breathe. Just breathe, and I don't know, and I because it's. But that's also why she was cast is because the one of the producers loved her voice, as this kind of gritty mom. Here's the thing, her voice is not the problem. The the register the, the registered tone of her voice is fine. I it is that she, yeah and yeah and I can't I can't I can't um. That's just like honestly, I sometimes it makes it hard to watch an episode just because of that. But that's it. I was watching for John Goodman. Like, <laughs> no, I do. But then when she comes on and she can't breathe, I just want to give her an inhaler. Like, valid. Th- oh my god. Anyway, <laughs> anyways, let's <rate it. laughs> let's rate this bitch. Um, so, um, this show. I'm going to give it, if you, we're, we didn't talk about a, a particular episode. We're not going to do that today. Um, but the overall show, including its, I'm including its reboot, because I've seen the reboot now. Oh, yeah. And I am including, I'm including the bad season. Mm-hmm. With that, I'm giving it like a 7.5. Yeah. Out of 10. John Goodman sledgehammering some drywall because because like yeah because when the actors are on and they are connecting and if you're just watching it from just a learning standpoint on how to be an actor that shit alone is a 10 out of 10 if you include all of the storylines and some of the weird shit that they do and blah, 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 kind of yeah. loses some points so like like that's why I'm gonna rate it that um it's yeah. a really good show. It carries, even if you're watching it now, you could probably show a lot of it 
to some of the kids who are having problems now <coughs> in Florida about gay rights <coughs> or in Texas. Um, and just, and it's a nice way to be like, hey, no, these people see them as people. So, you know, as long as, as long as that's happening, we're good. Um, yeah, no, I would agree. I'm, I was going to give it like a seven out of 10, um, embarrassing your daughters for their first date because <laughs> it is an important show it's not necessarily a show you need people to watch anymore or or at least in terms of yeah. tv uh but like it is a show that is so important on how it shaped today's modern sitcoms and the archetypes that we use and also just introducing like a new level of tv because i think this is one of the shows that made people go uh, i mean especially of that time period that made people go tv can like really like have an impact yeah yeah and it was and it was starting to happen um around this time because like we'll get into cheers and everything like that but like there were the there was always tv has always impacted how we see the world like Mm -hmm. Like, Lucy putting the beds together to be like, yeah, we're fucking. Like, like once she got pregnant, like, it's it's the kind of stuff that, like, we're changing the world. And especially women in TV change the world dramatically every uh, single time we get introduced and let into the space. Mm-hmm. So, it's, it is a thing. But they do a good job of keeping, keeping the world in check. Yeah, they are... You talked. You talked a little bit about TV being theater. It's it, that is TV serves what theater used to be. Yeah. Theater now is this grand thing that you have to go out to, uh, and pay money. It's less accessible. But in like Greek times, in in like they they used to use theater as like as just a teaching method. Yes. And that's what TV is today. TV is the thing that goes, hey, this is what's happening in your world right now. Let's talk about it a little bit while also keeping you entertained. Yeah. It has taken over as, as like, the main medium of storytelling. Yes. Yes. And more people are willing to watch TV, sit down and watch TV at the end of the day than, well, I don't know, that's up for debate of whether you're willing to watch TV or a movie at the end of the day. No, no, no. There's so many, there are so many things that say, memes that say, like, you would rather watch 10 hours of a (laughs) season than this one movie, movie. like it, <laughs> and it's like yeah but like this like beef when i watched beef this year <laughs> that oh lord yeah. like i didn't go to the movies i could have i should i could have seen four movies in the time that i watched beef mm-hmm. but i watched it all in a day we got to talk about Frasier because this is already at an hour i think no i checked to see when the last time i sent a text message was and it's been it's been it's been 30 it's been 40 minutes okay yeah no i yeah okay okay let's talk about Frasier though (laughs) yeah okay sorry sorry i i pulled up the theme song to prepare us okay hit it so oh wait 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 Frasier's a show hey baby i hear the blues are calling tossed salads and scrambled eggs quite stylish and maybe i seem a bit confused yeah maybe I don't know what to do with those tossed salads and scrambled eggs. 
Alrighty, so one of the best theme songs that ever exists. <laughs> also, uh, theme songs get better as we talk about this. Yeah, we no, I did put them in the ascending order of theme song. Um, mm-hmm. so, so Frasier, so Frasier is a show that is piggybacked off of Cheers. So they picked a character yes. off of Cheers from Boston, have had him move to Seattle. Mm-hmm. And get a radio show, um, <laughs> a talk radio show okay. of where where he is a psychiatrist because yeah. that's what he does. Um, they give him a brother. They set him up with his father, who's ex police chief. Yeah, he's he's an ex cop who got shot on the job. Who his wife is dead. Mm-hmm. Um, their mother. Um, and then they also introduce. Like, this is where they said, ah, we need ladies. So they introduced two hot girls, basically, Daphne and Roz. Yes. Daphne is the home health care nurse. Yes. For Martin, who is the father. And yeah. then um, Roz, who is Fraser's like, love interest and producer of his show. Mm-hmm. And then you get a lot of fun side characters. They build a world. So you have about... I don't know, 10 from the radio show to, yeah, those are the yeah. the constant people who call in. Um, and that's Frasier, if you didn't know. Yeah, but it's it's mostly centered around this little family and apartment of people. Yes, and you never see Niall's wife, Maris, because apparently she's too thin to be seen. <laughs> <laughs> that is funny. Frasier is funny. Like, it's... <laughs> So, I had never actually watched Fraser, which is crazy because my family's from Seattle. Yes! Uh, we It came on one day and I was like, it's not in Seattle? What the hell? I know, literally, okay, all of my facts about Seattle I've gotten from Fraser. Which is so funny. Yeah! It was only f- ever filmed once in Seattle. <laughs> yeah, for for his Fraser day. That's so funny. Yeah, but you'd never seen it. No, I had never seen it. I did not know what it was about. But we started watching it, and it is, and I kind of was like, eh, whatever. And then I would sit down. I It started with I would sit down and watch The Nanny when it came on, mm-hmm. and now then it turned in I would sit down and watch Frasier. Yeah! Because <laughs> I, I was like, this is good. But here's the thing about Frasier. Frasier does... I don't, it doesn't suffer. It just is only made better by the fact that all the side characters are better than the main character. Yes. Like, you're not watching this for fucking Fraser. You're watching it for his dad and his brother. Yes. Which, by the way, are the two characters that did not have to audition for this show. That's Their crazy. Their first time reading at all for this show was the table read. That is insane. Yeah. So the dad was offered the role first. Um... And he's actually originally from the same town that Daphne is from. And so when that actress came, I'm blanking on her name right now. When that actress came, he and her bonded a lot, which is why their relationship feels so real. And then David Hyde Pierce. Yes. (laughs) This is one of my favorite things of all time. He was doing pretty well on some other show before. Um, But a producer loved him and basically went to the producers of Frasier and was like hey isn't it crazy how much David Hyde Pierce looks like (laughs) 
And if you ever wanted him to have a brother, yeah. I mean, I think he would be a fantastic actor, by the way. I think he would be really good. Yeah. And they just wrote him a character in the show. Fraser was not supposed to have a brother. I love that. But they liked that they looked like brothers so much. And David Hyde Pierce is such a great actor. Yes. That they just wrote in a character for him. Yeah. And he happened to really, really bond with... Uh, what is his last name? Uh, <laughs> the dad. Oh, he, Martin. Yes, Martin. He really bonded with him because um, he didn't have parents and Martin didn't have a son, so they kind of became this weird duo and said they were like, hey, you fill in my piece. Pieces. Oh. Um, so their relationship became really strong. I know. Um, and it's just, I, listen, be the actor that is so, I was like, damn, it is true what they said. It's like, just be the most likable person yes. and you'll just have shit written for you yeah um because it's amazing because he also thrives in this show he's so funny he's so all good. of his jokes land he's just on it's just every okay so this okay we are going to so what we didn't talk about with roseanne was they what they lack in that is john goodman is doing most of the physical comedy yeah in, and, the, and the kids are all not great or boring actors. yeah in Frasier, mm-hmm. the physical acting in this show yeah, oh. is so good. Oh my god! It is everybody so good when he there is a there is a scene when when David High Pierce has a bird that dies because they they he accidentally hit they like eats an earring. Yeah. And he discovers that his bird is dead. And his reaction is so bird-like. And, and just, he literally shakes his head like the bird is coming alive within him. Oh, my God. And I... These, okay, no, this show is also theater people. Like, yes. it's just theater people. Because we also watched the episode where they're like, we might be Russian royalty. <laughs> And the reaction of, but how did our family get back the the stern silver bear? And I was like, no, 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 your family stole it. Your family was the scullery maid who, st- who stole, stole it. it. Well, but this is our family heirloom. It has been, and you're just going to take it from us? <laughs> it's so over the top and ridiculous. But also, they, they both have the British face where they don't move their faces. They just move their bodies. Oh, and it's so funny. It's so good. Um, they all look like bald eagles. So, um, okay, they do. I, so, I, okay, I forgot to say, I grew up watching this show. Um. I don't know how I did it. I, honestly, I know exactly why, because you were born in 2000, and it went off the air, and it didn't hit syndication, I don't think, until 2009, so uh, that's probably oh, why. Oh, by that point, I, yes. That's probably, yeah, that's probably why. Um, so, anyways, I, ugh, sorry. Um, but <laughs> you grew up watching the show. I grew up watching the show. Um, so all of this stuff feels a lot like home to me. Like, mm-hmm. especially because when we went to That's s- why you like Seattle so much. <laughs> yes. No, exactly. When we went so when we went to Seattle and mm-hmm. we were looking around, I was like, 
ah, like I was like, this is Seattle. And like, I felt like Ross, like I was like, ah, yes. Like all of it made sense to me. Yeah. All of the, I was like. Oh, one of the few like TV shows and movies that actually feels like it is in Seattle. Yeah. Like, I don't know why it's so hard to, for movies to kind of get the Seattle vibe. Mm-hmm. But a lot of them are just odd. When I tell you that we were in Seattle recording a podcast. <laughs> yeah, we were. I was in my head secretly losing my shit. Being like, I'm Dr. Fraser Crane. Like, I was like, I, I don't think you understand. Like, I didn't talk about it at the time. But, like, like this show and, like, and also doing our show in Seattle. Like, that whole, that whole, that whole episode of our lives was just great for me. But... Any- I thought I could give this to you. Thank you. Um, but yeah, no, I grew up watching it. So this this is a great show to just rewatch over and over and over again. You don't yeah. get tired. You it is you you always know what is going on, or at least you'll pick it up very quickly. Yeah. It does not matter where you start. No, it really doesn't. I don't know the whole story of Fraser, but I because I haven't seen it all, but I know roughly what happens in any given point in time, and that's great. Yeah, and like also because we what ended up happening was because you didn't watch it when we were in the other apartment. No. Um, but I, we got we got our other roommate Sophie into it too, and it's so hard to get her to watch stuff. Because she she cannot sit still. But for Frasier, she was like, oh, this is the shit. Like, it was just, it's so good. Um, but, so Frasier went on for... So Frasier is the, I think he is still the longest running character. Yes. Because he played that character for 20 years. Because in Shears, yep. this, and then he made a guest appearance in Wings. Yes. Um... And there's also a weird, it's not a Frasier, so it's not a, it's not a Frasier appearance, mm-hmm. but in 30 Rock, he comes on twice, Oh, and they make him a theme song for it. Oh. It's so good. I fucking love 30 Rock. It's so oh, fucking good. What a genius show. Um, But they basically, they go like, because it's an, he's NBC property, so they're like, he did Frasier. He doesn't have to be here. Like, it's that. It's like they make that in the theme song. Oh, my God. Um. So I'm still counting that as a Frasier, like, cameo. But, oh, yes. No, yes. But anyways. Yeah, he's been, he played it for so long. It was, yeah. I think the show itself. So the show went for 11 seasons. Okay. Yeah. Um... It starts to go off the rails, honestly, when they finally put Daphne and, um, oh my God, Niles together. Yes. Uh, <laughs> um, they, when they put them together, it kind of goes off the rails, um, because they don't, yeah. for some reason, want to put him with Roz yet, because they can't justify him having a kid in a different city but but being with Roz while she raised her baby, I think that was their thing. People do it all the time. Yeah, I think they felt like that made him look like an absentee father. Oh. So. Well, then just hire a kid to become around more. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? No, no, no. <laughs> what? Well, <laughs> you fix that by to by just. Cat, like having his his other child come into the picture more and like live with him and stay with him while he's also raising his baby yeah i think that they they didn't want 
okay this is what i think happened if i'm if i if i'm in the writer's room right in the early 2000s and i go yes we we cast this never happened we cast this kid he's not good but he was cute at the time oh no if we have to bring him around cool but but then we need to replace the kid Oh. And if we replace the kid, people will be confused and pick up. And be no, like, they won't. We replace kids all the time. I think that's, I think that. <laughs> kids I, are like Lassie. Just throw one in with the <laughs> Okay. I think, I think that honestly, and they, and they didn't want, and I think that also BB, who played his ex-wife. Yes. I think that, oh, I got you. I think that they also knew that they couldn't afford to bring her in more. Oh no! Didn't she win an Emmy off of that role? Yeah, but she's fucking as as she was only in like seven episodes or something like that. Yeah, and in all of the episodes that she's in, uh. there's one where she supposedly sleeps with Niles and Frasier in the same night. Oh my god! Yes, I did see the tail end of that one oh, with the toast and shit. Oh, she's great. Oh, oh, oh my god. Um, but I know that they were like, we can't afford to keep her and we definitely can't replace the mother. So I think that's why they didn't do it. God damn. If I were to guess. Um, but the overall show is phenomenal. What are the things that you really love about the show? Yeah. Um, I, ooh... I just love the timing of this show. Mm. Like, everything just... This show has a rhythm to it. Yeah. And it it feels... And that's honestly why it feels like Seattle to me. Like, it, it found that pocket. Um, and the jokes just always take just enough time. Yep. Like, like you can feel... Like, you can feel the laughs coming. Mm-hmm. But it, it's in a way that it just feels like a train that's chugging along. And it's so good for a sitcom. Yeah. Uh and like them and they take their time with the truly like meaningful moments yes. because the actors really care about each other but if it's not like a meaningful moment, they're like okay let's get this mm-hmm. and it's so beautiful yes. it's so beautiful the radio show yeah that episode that they do that timing is immaculate yep yep oh. it's good and i love i love directors and writers that can that can an actor like when a show sings, that's when everything fits to me. Yeah. Because everybody's on that, like, honestly, a, a, a theater piece, a TV show, a movie, it should feel like a, a song that's constantly happening. You shouldn't really be able to f- tell mm-hmm. when, like, the score comes in and out because you just feel it because where it doesn't, the actors are there. Yeah. And, like, ooh. And a lot of that has to do with editing, too. But for sitcoms, that probably is, like, the least true, where editors don't, don't really have no. a... Ed, editors is the, is the one thing that sitcoms do not have. Yeah. Um, that's kind of great. Yeah. Because <laughs> um, oh, it, really, it really tests people's ability to stay within the rhythm. Mm-hmm. Um, and this show, so good at it. Yes. <sighs> yeah. Things I don't really like, um, you know... The female characters are good, but they're I don't think they are as strong as the male characters. Uh, one thing that was interesting is apparently Lisa Kudrow was originally supposed to be Roz. Yes, I but knew that. They last minute changed her out because they wanted someone that was more like 
that was more assertive and authoritative yeah and honestly a little drier i yeah. think mm-hmm. um and i think that was an that i think that was an excellent choice in the long run yeah um but i do think the female characters just don't they're not as sparkly yeah they're not yeah they they're great but they are they're they are the true side characters and it is which is the opposite to roseanne i believe where it's like the females are the are the great characters yeah um i yeah as 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 the thing that is my least favorite thing about it i would i will say that's probably it um because the side characters their entire role is that they are something to gain yeah um which isn't the best um because it is it is because it is such a theatery theatery gig there is thing that happens with theater guys where they kind of go like i could never get the cheerleader and they kind of set it up to where these two girls are the ultimate cheerleaders for them and they have to earn them yeah um which I mean, it does put them on a higher pedestal, but it's only for very, very specific things. Um, <laughs> Speaking of which, we didn't talk about the revival. I know we're gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna pivot it to it in oh, just a second. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, the thing that I do really like about this show is, I honestly love their dedication to the theme. Yes. Um, because it is he is a psychiatrist, and. And they do it in a way that's almost like a, like a Columbo type way, mm. where they treat him like a detective every yeah. episode, but for the mind. Yeah. And and I and I love it. Like it's it's so good. And the way that they play off of like if you're if you did psych 101 or sociology 101 either one would apply if you took one of those classes you understand exactly what's happening in his brain at any given time yeah um and i and i love that oh yeah that's that's probably my favorite thing so um the the revival and the reboot so part of the reason we picked this one compared to other cozy shows was that the reboot photos got released yesterday for us um so what's happening with that so we don't know much about it here's what we do know is they're relocating fraser back to boston Mm -hmm. um his son's gonna be in it they recast the son thank god um david ed pierce is not gonna be in it Mm. so and that's and it kind of was loose in that Fraser's back in Boston to rediscover things uh, and, like, have a relationship with the son and um, rediscover dreams and make them come true. Yeah. Or something like that. Like, uh, so, this is what I'm worried about. Yeah. So, a lot of the time why I think um, reboots of TV shows don't really work is because when you continue a story for too long, mm-hmm. you have to some way intrinsically flaw your main character yep. or make them have to keep relearning the same lesson mm-hmm. in order to keep having change. When your character arc is done, to continue that story the way that people want it told, you have to make your character either super, super dumb or you have to do something drastic that, like, it's just it it takes away something human from them because yeah. it's like why haven't you fucking learned this yeah so it'll be interesting to see what they make fraser have to learn yeah 
I kind of, because I feel like in a way they made the original about them all getting women. Yes. As you just talked about. I'm hoping they do make this about the father-son aspect they, they wanted the original show to mm-hmm. be, but ultimately didn't happen because they added another brother. Yeah. That's what I hope happens. I, I hope so, too, because if they if they don't, it's going to be another Will and Grace situation, mm-hmm. which love Will and Grace. Actually, actually, so that's kind of something that happened. So on Cozy... Because they brought back the, um, because they brought back Will and Grace again, NBC took Will and Grace off of Cozy mm-hmm. as something that you could watch and re look at again because they had brought it back on their regular, on their regular, like, programming. Mm-hmm. Um, but, Okay. If they do anything like Will and Grace, where they're just continuing the same the same thing over and over again, and it's basically just them doing slightly different physical comedy, yeah. it's not going to last. And I don't understand why the executives don't understand that. I don't know. The, the people in charge right now of what they, under, what they think they understand what sells versus what people want mm-hmm. are making horrible decisions. Mm-hmm. Especially in terms of canon material that everybody loved that now you think we want to see again. No, I loved my original. I don't want, I either don't want it to be anything different, which is stupid and redundant like Lion King. Yeah. Or it turns into what the fuck did you do to my TV? Yep. Because there's a difference between... I would so much rather there be a hundred shows that are like, wow, I mean, the main plot feels a lot like, but mm-hmm. at least it's these new characters rather than you take my old characters and yeah. force it into something. And I get wanting to use the same actors, but the, at the end of the day, like, you can't... No. You cannot put... These actors made something perfect together again. You cannot put them back together again now and expect it to be the same level yep. of perfection. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Um, especially when... When, okay, especially when, if you look at how seasons typically run, right? Mm-hmm. Your first season is always your pancake baby, right? Yeah. It's always the thing that it's like, this was really good. We're working on it. Mm-hmm. Typically by the second season, the juices are flowing. You're going through it. Mm-hmm. The third through like sixth season mm-hmm. is when you are at the peak of your game. And most of them, I mean, especially now... Mm-hmm. and right after that at like season seven mm-hmm. so then you want to tell me that you're going to take those actors who hit the peak and you want them to 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 be at that peak and continue higher than that after after 20 years after 20 years and it's they've moved on they've done yeah. this character before give them something else give them something else um and i don't i i i like some of the reboots that are happening. Yeah. Like the Veronica Mars movie that was crowdfunded. Mm. Worth it. Where I, I, did I contribute? Yes. Like, <laughs> like, like, okay. did I get my $8.50 worth? A thousand percent. Mm-hmm. Because it, because they said, instead of trying to put her in a scenario for another, whatever many seasons, we're just going to make a movie. Yeah. And then they did bring it back for more another season, and they said that was a mistake. We're not going to do that. But but like, yeah. My gosh, just anyways. Okay. 
What would you rate it? Frasier, I would rate it. I'm going to give it an 8, maybe 0.5, depending on how this re- reboot goes, mm-hmm. out of 10. Um, grandma's Las Vegas dress. That was great. I loved that. <laughs> um, I love that little dress. I was like, wear it, girl. Wear it. Um, I love a Las Vegas wedding dress. Yes, I think they're fun. It was great. Um, I'm going to give it, honestly, a 9.5 out of 10. Yeah, that makes sense. Toss salads and scrambled eggs. Because the fact that they used his singing voice they called him his golden throat (laughs) he it's like this whole the whole the whole the whole series is just really really good you walk in you walk out you don't need to know a lot and it's great you know what immediately who everyone is yeah you know immediately who everyone is you understand all of the jokes they act like it's coming from this very high very fantabulous place they spent so much fucking money on that set yes oh my god because they wanted it to be like upper scale like fancy eclectic but modernist apartment in seattle yeah i've been in one of those yeah they're fucking expensive yeah but they use it very well Ugh. like yeah they spend a lot of money up front but they use it incredibly well um you have to you spent so much money on it do you want to ruin it (laughs) yeah um there is a there is one where they completely ruin it it's so good um anyways we love fraser we hope that the the new one goes well and if you have any questions you can definitely hire us hire us to fix all your problems thank you very much and good night thank you now um if (laughs) if if no wait a minute now if we no we're gonna have a minute if we were to have sponsors right now this would be a great time for a commercial break. But we currently do not have any sponsors and would like to fix that. So this is our ad to get ads. Yeah, if you have a thing that you wanna you wanna promote, we'll write a little ad for you. You can write an ad yourself and we'll just we'll just insert it here for a small fee. And 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 all we need is eighty-nine cents a day. Eighty-nine cents a day for, for thirty days. That's only twenty-nine dollars a month. And and I don't it's think cheaper than Netflix. It's cheaper than Netflix. Um, that is our going rate right now because that will buy us ramen and a bottle of rosé. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. so thank you. You want to just send us ramen and rosé? That works too. That works too. Um, but thank you for our ad within an ad. And now for the next one. The the reason we're all here. The reason we're here. Oh, the reason the we're queer. Watch out, CC kids. Such long of you, she's the lady in red when everybody else is wearing tail. The flashing of the flashing, pretty name friend. All right, 
I hope everyone enjoyed that and sang along. You better fucking have. This is the actual one you should watch. Yes. Uh, no, you should watch all of them. No, you should watch Fraser and the Nanny. <laughs> but if you're only going to get to one of them, watch, watch the, the nanny. nanny. Watch the Nanny. Ooh, you will love it. It is. <laughs> it is so good. Okay, now I'm going to get really into this. If you do not know the cozy lineup, we're going to say this as follows. Now, remember, it is. <laughs> we really need to be sponsored by them. At, <laughs> at, at 8 o'clock. That is 8 o'clock in, in the California time. Now, is it 8 o'clock if you're on the other parts of the country? Yes, it is. Because they want you to watch it in this order before you go to bed. They specifically start this at different times and different... Genius, but also the fuck. Yes. Because well, that was why I was confused. I was like, I remember watching TV as a kid. Where's the Eastern Standard Time? Why, why aren't they showing what time it starts in Eastern Standard? That's yes rude yes because, <laughs> so what they do is so they filmed they filmed three different commercials so they filmed three different commercials one that'll tell you the eastern time one that'll tell you central time wow. one that'll tell you that and then that way it lines up but it is the the background is the same but the overlay is different um it is great what they play like it makes sense it makes so sense. it's this order 8 a.m eight, eight o'clock at night oh so sorry eight yeah. o'clock at night yeah we're not starting from little house on the prairie we, every, oh. yeah <laughs> but that's where it starts it doesn't i mean okay so if we wanted to you're from like seven to like ten is little house on the prairie right mm-hmm. from from Watch from eleven until like two it's emergency now emergency is a procedural show from the 70s that's basically like uh the the new nbc lineup which is chicago fire chicago med chicago pd now then you're gonna like chicago um then you're gonna go to monk monk is for three hours you will never if you okay monk we almost did monk but monk is the type of show that when you watch it you have no fucking idea what's going (laughs) on at any given point in time so you're either like this is interesting enough i'll sit down for this entire episode or you're like me and i go i can't handle whatever the fuck happened here we watched the beginning of one of them and i said what show is this and she was like it's monk and i was like i'm fucking of course it has. <laughs> Monk uh, is odd, but the main character. Oh, he. Oh, oh Tony Shalhoub. Pour one out. Pour one out Tony for Tony. Shalou. Tony he Shalou. is the reason my dad watched Marvelous Miss Maisel, Mrs. Maisel, and I. I salute Tony Shalhoub for that. When I found out. When I when I started when I started to like figure out where that that actors were in multiple things when I was like five. <laughs> I've seen this man before. <laughs> Who is he? Who is he? Oh, there he is. There he is again. Oh, this is oh an actor. I understand. I understand. That's what made me want to be an actor. I was like, I could be multiple things yes. at once. Yes. Tony oh, Shal- Tony Shalhoub is that person that I went. Yes, because he was in Spy Kids. Spy Kids! And then I said, I was watching Monk one day, and I was like, that's the guy that he played a bad guy. Now he's playing a weird guy. (laughs) A weirdo. Crazy. Who is he? Who is he? Who is he? Um, That was Kevin Klein for me, actually. That makes some (laughs) sense about your reasons for Kevin Klein. (laughs) (laughs) 
exactly what I'm talking about. Don't even. I have no idea what you would ever mean. You, yeah. Um. <laughs> um. Okay. So, oh, the lineup, right? Mm. Monk, and then. So, so Monk is from like one to three. Mm-hmm. Then from four to seven. It'll either be. It's not. No. It's nope. always bones. Oh shit! I forgot about bones. I love bones. Bones. Bones, bones is honestly. If you haven't seen at least six seasons of Bones... What's wrong with you? You don't watch television. Bones is great. Bones is what got me and my dad to watch TV together. Yeah. That was the first show we actually, like, watched watch together. And my dad went, you're old enough to watch TV now. (laughs) Like, I felt this happen. Because I'd be like, what the fuck? What is this? I wouldn't say what the fuck. But I'd be like, what is happening? This is science. And my dad would be like, yes, yes, you can watch Bones with me. (laughs) We, my dad and I never stopped watching television. There was always at least one television show going on that we were watching all the time. It usually had something to do with science. Yeah, I I also agree. Like, that, like, okay. TV is what held me and my mom together i'm so sorry tv movies are what held every single family together yeah. and if you don't didn't that is i'm so sorry i'm because so sorry I'd, like everybody everybody's family was saved by tv yes because you could you could do it you could sit around you could listen to the plot and and you could you could just it made you feel things together and sometimes if you're in a family and no one is feeling the same thing at the same time because you're at different places in your life and you watch TV and you feel that same thing together, it makes you feel whole. And that's yes. what fucking works about television. Oh, love it. Wow. That was really more profound than I thought it was going to be. I've been, ha- <laughs> I've been having this conversation a lot with people, yeah. especially as of recently. Yeah. And it's like to be honest that's what actually made me want to be an actor yeah. is because t is like movies were the only time the family felt like the family mm-hmm. for a while mm-hmm. my life coach slash chiropractor helped me realize that <laughs> i've officially become an la bitch um <laughs> i Oh my god, she said that my shit while I was drinking wine. I almost died. I was like, shut up, you LA bitch. What? But also, it's so true. Oh my god, I shut can't. up. <laughs> you can't. Stop. No. <laughs> I've said what I've said. I've said what I said. She said, no. <laughs> I didn't get a therapist, but I did get a life coach, and honestly, I kind of needed it. Yeah. So. But I was talking to someone else, and but this is a very common thing that happened with, especially actors nowadays, of, of acting has kind of been that thing that you, that a lot of people just go, this is what my family loved. Yeah. Like, this is what my family loved. Yeah. And I would like to be a part of that. Because, because when in doubt, if you don't want to talk to people, but you want to be in the same room, a movie is a great place to do that with. Yes! <laughs> um... And it's a little event that your family could do together if you were going out to the movies. Mm-hmm. And it felt like a nice little sacred thing. Yeah. And realizing that became like a tradition of so many families across America and this was their little sacred thing mm-hmm. helped to be like, there's hope. <laughs> like, so, okay, there was a, this This does not have to do anything with sitcom. It's going to be really fast. But there was a period in my life where I remember my mom decided that we 
for Christmas would go to the movies. Um, and so like, like that to me was always like the ultimate Christmas present because I could like, I could go and like, I remember it was, I was like five and she got me a bitty baby. Oh no. And, and yeah, she got me a bitty baby, which was like crazy because that was like very expensive. And that was like my gift. And she got me a bitty baby and I had a Christmas dress that I could wear to church and then to the movies. And so, so like we went and I think it was, I think it was the Prince of Egypt. I'm not a hundred percent sure. But I remember we just, like, went... Oh, what a movie to watch at Christmas, The Prince of Egypt. Yeah. No, it was crazy. Um, wow, that'll make you believe in Jesus. That way. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, yeah no, that, was, that was the point. Um, <laughs> I would never question God if I watched Prince of Egypt on Christmas at a movie theater. Yeah. It was a lot. It was a lot. Um, but, like, I just remember doing that, like, getting in the car and, like, getting excited to, like, go to the movies and and like that feel like that is like i think that's why part of the reason why i want to be an actor and part of the reason why like because i'm like if we if we stop making movies and we stop making this media like like that feeling i had is just like it can't be recreated again no because it was just such a perfect moment in time where i was like i'm gonna get to watch a movie and like and like it just was good no, and it's really become uh, some of my favorite moments with people, mm-hmm. with my friends, with my family are in a movie theater. Yeah. I don't so I don't actually remember watching I my dad and I read the Harry Potter series together. I don't actually the I saw the last movie before I ever saw the series. I don't remember watching that in theater, but mm. I do remember that I was near the holidays with my grandparents and my uncles and my brother and my mom watching a movie. Yeah. That's what I remember. Yeah. My some of my favorite movie like some of my favorite moments with you are when we watch movies in movie theater. Yeah. Like like seeing Spider-Man together. Seeing Yes. Uh, oh my god, like living. Like seeing the Meg do together. Meg to living. living together. Oh my god. Like, like uh, so many great family moments I have are of me and my mom watching movies yes. together. The fact that my mom took people to Ma- Meg, wow, Mama Mia. Yeah. My mom took saw Mama Mia in theaters eight different times yeah. with groups of people. Yes. Like, the movies are such a big, important part of my relationships. Yeah. And I just had another one with yeah. another friend. And it's it just feels right yeah it just like and especially like like bringing it back and like watching stuff at home with someone like watching watching something with someone and like sharing in that space having your tv show is like a mark of a couple now yeah it's it's having a mark of a couple it's not even that it's just being like i can share the space with this person and we're sharing this thing and that watching experience is only between you and that other person. Yeah. And, like, that's what brings people together. And I just... God, I fucking love... I just... I fucking love theater. Like, it's just good. It's so good. It's so good. And that... And that's how we feel about the nanny. Genuinely, this just wrote the nanny. The nanny gave me that feeling The again. nanny... Like, okay. Ugh. So there are certain shows for me, because I am a person, as you can tell who watched a lot of TV. 
Yeah, you. I just found out she went. She watched Gone with the Wind four times <laughs> and the documentary. And I went, you watched all this plus the amount of television you watch. I was like, God damn, you've seen uh, so much TV. <laughs> I've seen so much. Um, <laughs> I don't know how. I feel like TV moves faster for you because I be watching TV nowadays and I'm like, this is slow. How has she watched so much TV? When I tell you, I don't understand. People have been asking me this question for years. To be fair, though, I do understand. I watched more TV when I was in Modesto at any given point in my life. You were in Waco. <laughs> Waco reminds me of Modesto. And I kind of went, I could tell how you watch a lot of TV. There was fucking nothing else to do. There was nothing. Oh, the, part of it was there was nothing else to do. One. But it, that wasn't it, though, because I did it before I moved to Waco. So I have been watching wow. this amount of media since I was. I remember the day. I was like three and a quarter. I remember going, I'm going to watch all of this. And I did. Wow. <laughs> um, you really were a little Matilda. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Um, <laughs> um, this so, is funny. So, like, I've, I've watched a lot of television. Mm-hmm. And, and The Nanny is one of those shows that I like to show people. There's a few of them. It's definitely, like, Gilmore Girls, obviously, is number one. The Nanny is pretty far up there. Frasier, Star Trek, I Love Lucy. Like, yeah. But, like, The Nanny is one of those shows that I love to share with my you friends. You like the TV shows that are some of the most pivotal TV shows in all of TV history. Yeah. I go, if you haven't seen this, you gotta fucking watch it. And if no one told you to watch it, I'm telling you, you gotta watch it. You should be a TV historian. I <laughs> should be. But that, I don't know. I don't know how to create my own degree to be like... To be like, I, I just know... You don't need to. Drexel has a degree in creativity. You could easily apply that. that. Is, stop saying LA bullshit to me on this no, podcast. Drexel is on the East Coast. Fuck you. <laughs> Alright. My apologies. I'm so I sorry. Also, my apologies. I know people get upset when I swear. <laughs> I, I've been... Listen, we also... Because it's sitcoms, we did get a little high. And so... <laughs> and so, what what has happened is, is I... When I, when, I, when I do that, I cuss a lot when I'm high. More than usual. So that's my bad. And I think... I think that gave her the the green alert to also say those words. It wasn't. <laughs> so I think I've sworn more than you in this show. It's fine. Yeah, I think so. Um, don't whoopie Goldberg me. I will whoop you anytime. Okay, so the <laughs> nanny. The nanny is great. The nanny is amazing. The nanny I is the only reason I... The nanny made me want to sit through commercials. Like, <laughs> this is insane. The nanny is great. Now we're gonna get into why it's great, and I'm gonna and I explained this a little bit last night when we decided to do this. I'm gonna explain it for you now. So don't give away our secrets. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> we did. We were watching Cozy TV last night, and I was like, "Why don't we just do this for an episode?" Yeah, and it was great, and then it, and then it formed our whole season. So yay. Um. So the nanny is great because what she did was because what what typically tends to happen in sitcoms is that they will have at least five i love lucy like episodes yes 
Um, and you reenact your favorite moments from I Love Lucy. And it will typically be the chocolate scene, some mm-hmm. variation of the chocolate scene. Always. Some variation of her doing the can-can dance. Mm-hmm. Some variation of her trying to steal the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of, of, sometimes they'll just do a straight out copy of, of the, of the two titular couples, which yeah. is Ricky and Lucy and Ethel and Fred. And yes. then there will be one where they go to Hollywood, right? That's typically what happens in every sitcom. <laughs> yes. Okay. So. The we go to Hollywood of Sex in the City is so stupid. And, yeah, and it's for and it's for two episodes. It's be- so dumb. Continue. Be- yeah. So, any- oh my God, I should teach a class. Okay, anyways, it's fine. So, so basically, what the nanny does instead of that was they said, we're not going to do that. What we are going to do is we're going to have two couples. Mm-hmm. Those are going to be the same. We're going to have our, our Ricky and Lucy and our Ethel and Fred. Mm-hmm. Similar, same build almost, same kind of thing. They both also can't sing. <laughs> yes. They, they said yes. And instead of this, we're going to make her Jewish and he's going to be British. Same concept. Yep. We're going to put them in a house. They're going to work in show business. Mm-hmm. And she basically did I Love Lucy all over again, but put her in new situations. And it's great. And it is genius. Because it is of the time. And it fucking works. And, th- and, and that is why it is so important for people to watch this show. Because you need to watch I Love Lucy and you need to watch The Nanny to understand how women just just understand what other women want to watch. Like, yes. because that is, that is, the, this is the demographic that takes this show every time. Because no man watches the nanny. Every woman watches the nanny. It's so good. It's so good. And here's the thing is, TV was built on women. Mm-hmm. Like, women were the ones who were home all the time. Mm-hmm. So the reason why Star Trek was so popular yep. was because all the housewives were watching it. Yep. And, and it started because they had soap operas. So you started out with Guiding Light, like all of this stuff. And basically women just kept watching TV all the way until the end of the day. Yeah. And that and that's how you got the sitcom because leave it to Beaver. And then you have fucking, oh my God, the Donna Reed show. You have yes. the Donna Reed show who, again, executive producer of her show. Like this is, oh my God, like I... Women in sitcom and women in comedy is so important because it is a space that needs it because it is filled with men and I love men so very much. Yes, but y'all, but women are what's watching your shit. So please make it make it compatible. That's how it's going to be marketable and compatible. Like you're going to sell toys to the mothers Mm -hmm. of little boys and girls across America. Mm -hmm. So you're gonna sell like women are the ones who will buy the things for the thing that they love. Yeah, all the time. All the time. All the time. And men buy the things that women love because they want to keep women. Happy. Happy. <laughs> so market to the women. And and market You've to been doing it to control us. So market us now that we have money, please. And also, I'm just gonna say, market to the to the to the gays and the phase. Market market to other people that aren't just this yeah. one specific thing because Frasier is in yes, we did talk about Frasier, but the two things that we are talking about 
are things that are dominated in spaces of the people who are other. And when you include the people that are other, you're going to have a market for it. Yeah. So. Yeah. That is what we're talking about. But the nanny. Now, let's get into it. So the nanny was on. It actually started. It is from 1993 to 1999. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> she is basically, if you didn't listen to the theme song at all, that is the basis of the show. She's working in a- the nanny was easy. It told you what the prologue was. Every show in a theme song. Great theme song. Great theme song. You know exactly what's happening. So she has three kids that she's a nanny for. Yeah um one is like they 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 stagger their mouth they put the boy in the middle you have mm-hmm. maxwell sheffield who is her boss mm-hmm. um and then, you, man. and then you have the two other characters and she basically just goes around and she goes into antics and she wa- doesn't want to be in show business but she kind of does and it's just like a thing she is she is a fish out of water character mm-hmm. in a um in just a, and also a zany family. Because mm-hmm. the crazy thing is she feels like a, the zany character in an already zany family. Mm-hmm. And, like, the children are all very normal children, but he does work in showbiz, so there's weird things that happen. Ray Charles is on this so often. Yeah. Oh, so often. So we're going to, really quick, we're going to get into the guest stars on this show and also how uh, I, how she became sad president. Because... I was like... I love Fran Drescher. She is one of the funniest, the most outstandingly beautiful, sexy, powerful, funny women. Yes. Like, she did her job and a half. Yeah, she... Which is why she is SAG president. Yeah, it is. And it's clear from this show how many connections she had made in order to get this show. Because I was like, if she had this in her, like... In her bag, of course she became side president. Half of Hollywood is on this show. You got Rosie O'Donnell, Pam Anderson, uh, Ray Charles, James, uh, Jason Alexander, James Marston, Whoopi Goldberg, Roseanne Barr, Coolio from Coolio and the Gang. That was a funny episode. Uh, Elton John, Joan Collins, yes. Bette Midler, Rita Moreno, uh, oh, John just, Stewart, Chevy oh Chase, oh. Ray Romano. That, again, is some the of the highlights. That, right. Yeah, like, uh, like she, she is obviously a woman who went. I'm a great character. I'm a great actor. What was your name? Yeah. Let me keep you in mind. Yeah. And she did that with every. She's a Jolly Levi. Yeah. Like, Fran Drescher's a Jolly Levi. Yes. And that's how she got her job, and that's why she's so good at her job. Yes. So, like, she okay, she did a wonderful job on this show. She clearly made the connections, and that's how she became SAG president. So. What are some of the things you love about the nanny? Everything. I know. Just, I know. Oh, the, uh, I'm going to do a few. I love her ability to just be gorgeously a woman, yep. but also not in the norm, not a, not a stereotype of anything. Yes. Because she's like, okay. And the crazy thing is, is she's gorgeous. Yeah. She's just brunette. She's just brunette. She's just brunette. But that and alone. And she has like a, a very specific voice. Yeah. But like. Ooh. Oh, so good. Okay, continue. The clothing. Yep. 
everybody looks great she just looks like she is always dressed immaculately in some of the most absurd things i've ever seen yes she can wear anything yeah and so the funny thing is is they go look at this ugly thing she's wearing and it's always she looks gorgeous because it should be ugly it's on anybody else it would be but on her Gorgeous. Gorgeous. And she, oh my God, she is an example of you wear the fucking clothes. Mm -hmm. Like, do not let this thing wear you because you'll get eaten up in it. And it became like, that is what like people think of when they think the 80s though. Yeah. And it's great. It's great. Uh, uh, Just also, her ability to build a real connection with with whoever she's acting Mm -hmm. with and then steal the moment. Yeah. Because she, like... I do love the side character in this, but this is the one out of the three that I love. I love the nanny the most. I love the title character. She is carrying... This show is about her. If it is not, she will make it about her, and it is great. Yep. Yep. You still care about the other characters, but you will never forget who she is. Oh, no, no, no. No, no. Never never is there a moment (coughs) where I'm like, oh, man, I wish she wasn't here. Oh, no. Like, no. Like, I always... like You're always here. Always here for the nanny. What are your favorite moments? And oh, okay. Um, so some of my favorite things are obviously Fran. She's she's pulling the game. Um, the storylines. The storylines are solid because I'm gonna I'm gonna they are. I'm gonna tell you again. They retold almost every single i love lucy episodes it's literally because it is so at this time by the way it is a cbs property i love lucy is a cbs property still from desi lu productions and it is in syndication from cbs at the time they start the nanny and when i tell you they they did almost every episode wow if you look at it if you look at side to side to side to side it is literally... You could make a whole podcast off that. I really could. Like, <laughs> like, like it is, like, the amount of things that they took the storyline and you don't realize that they did because they did it in such a very clever way. Like, the whole kissing contest with Billy Ray Cyrus, that was a thing with William Holden that they did yeah. on, on I Love Lucy. Wild. So, like, like it is something that the, they, they just... Oh, it's so good. Okay, I'm okay. I'm sorry. I'm geeking out, and I shouldn't be. No, it's great. This is the safe place for it. (laughs) Um, You have a microphone. I do have a microphone, and I'm not gonna stop you because I'm a geek. (laughs) Like I love this, Jesus. Like great. Oh my God. Okay, so anyone would like her to teach you the history of sitcoms and TV in general. Um, Tabitha Thomas is putting in applications as a teacher to write her own class to, you know, make everybody understand what Hollywood should be doing right now. Yeah. Um, if you would like to pay me to do that, I will gladly do it because I have I have a lot of knowledge and this is all of the things that I don't have. I want everyone to understand. I'm not in front of a notebook right now. Mm-hmm. So please just let me have this. Anyways, so... <laughs> Um, anyways, so the second thing I really like about it is the fact that, okay, when they get together, right? Yeah. So they finally get together. The storyline, the way that they draw out all of the problems 
for an entire season after they get together to make it still interesting. Yeah. Is really good and it's really smart. Good. It's not well, Yeah, cuz the one that we just watched, I was like, no, but this is a problem that couples face when they finally like get to It's not perfect. Yeah. You still have issues, but it wasn't in a way of like, oh man, you removed the love. It was like, no, 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 these were always the issues. Mm-hmm. This is how it now looks once you're married. Yes. And it was like interesting no yeah because okay so the main problem between like nick and jess when they got together Mm -hmm. in new girl is that like they started giving them problems to break them up instead of giving them problems to solve it that's when i stopped watching that's honestly when i stopped watching because i went oh like it just doesn't feel like the characters anymore right because it's like you work so hard to get this why won't you solve it and in the nanny you don't have that problem it's them every week being like because it's literally that episode where she's too loud in bed yeah like so good the like now you tell me yeah now you did you not know who i was yeah like like it's like it's like yeah of course she is so like i don't know it's so good some of the things i don't like about it (laughs) are the the fat shamery things no yeah it's a it's a problem because okay here's the thing Fran is a toothpick because if she looks that thin right now on this TV, she had to have been ridiculously thin. Ridiculously thin. Oh my God, but her boobs, damn. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, exactly. Um, But like the, and then they have the mom who I think is like a size 10 and they act like she is 600 pounds. They act like Val who is, I think probably a size four. Four. Yeah, no, she's small. She's tiny. Yeah, and it's like, there's no reason that no one would want this woman. Like, it's a little, it's a little ridiculous, and it's a little anti-blonde, which is, which is, is funny. It's, it's funny. But sometimes they overkill it. They overkill it, because the amount of people (laughs) Don't be blonde, but also still be a toothpick. Yeah, still be a toothpick. Um, it's a little, it's a little problematic. Um... And that one episode where she is a black person is... Oh, I still haven't seen that episode, and I've heard about it, and I go, why? And I went, now that's not a thing that we needed. Um, no. Um, that's, and it's a very specific episode. I think they should just pull that, take that out. But other than that... Um, <laughs> don't save it. Throw it out. Throw it out. Um, so, yeah, that, those are my two problems. What are your problems with it? yeah no those are the things that i would say are problems um other than that i mean no those are the problems yeah like it's also just a product of its time those were in everything unfortunately yeah so but it still is yeah i other than that the storytelling is just so good Mm -hmm. i what would you rate it uh, i would rate it a nine yeah. point five out of ten. Mm-hmm. Random Ray Charles <laughs> cameos because he's in there a lot. He's in there a shit time. It's so random. I'm um, like, Why? It's like Snoop Dogg on Big Time Rush. I'm like, you're here again, <laughs> again. Here you came again. back. Why? Why? What are, are you, you doing? Here? Why do you like the nanny so much? Like, why do you like this show? Um, like, anyways, uh, <laughs> um, I'm gonna give it also a nine point five out of ten. Um, going to Hollywood episodes because, mm. 
Like the also there's a there is an episode and it's so funny where they go from New York to Paris to back to New York in the same episode. And Lord no And I I fuck I love it so much. But um the show is really structured really well. They do a really good job. Yes, there are problems. There are problems with anything when you watch them 30 years after they are made. Yeah. Um, whether it be CGI, the, the, the way that they speak, whatever. But for its time and for what it did and for what it does, I think it is really well made. The revival? Reboot? The reboot revival. So there, this is what we were talking about earlier. If they bring it back, they should not focus on Fran at all. No, they should not focus on Fran at all. Or it should be the nanny, but a completely different setup and cast and and dynamic and mm-hmm. just have it like people can come in, but maybe it can be like a young like a young nanny who just moved to the city is <gasps> totally different than Fran in every way, but somehow befriends her at a thing. But she's dealing with her own issues with um, her boss and client, and it's got to be. It's got to be for today and it's got to be for the the dynamic of the rich and poor today. Because the dynamic of the rich and poor today is very different than this time period. Yes. Than the early 2000s. Yes. So it's got to fit today. Yes. If they do it that way. And she cannot be involved in all. Or they have to follow the youngest daughter and follow and follow um her husband's story through the youngest daughter so through the youngest daughter and do that that pov so something i just thought about was what if what if instead because one of the main things about the nanny is that maxwell didn't want to produce cats so the biggest thing is like he is he is he just has a feud with andrew lloyd weber which i understand so he so like that's like one of the biggest things is that he didn't do it so he could be an even richer millionaire and i would really like a plot line where instead fran told him not to produce hamilton yes i i think that'd be so fucking funny that'd be hysterical (laughs) um lord um and i don't know how i don't know how that would work but just i want that in the zeitgeist but anyways oh my god um so the reboot is is it's in talks but it's not supposedly happening we again have ideas for it after the writer's strike if you would like to reach out to us our emails are on our website um Yes. I, I don't know if you could tell, but we're looking for new jobs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We are. It's yeah. time to get more money or get a better position. Yeah. Yeah, it's 2023. It's time. Um, yeah. Yeah. In the, in the year of the Barbie movie, it is time for us to get better jobs. In the era of oh. the Barbie movie. Oh, yes. I will be working hard for my money and I will be getting paid accordingly. The, yes. One of the you. funniest memes is... is <laughs> the barbie from from movie and oppenheimer and someone put only one of these have a nobel peace prize (laughs) (laughs) i'm just saying um that's great anyway okay so so last thing of the we're gonna do truth or drink 
listen, we're very sorry that some of these episodes are long. We could have probably only, we honestly could have spent we, one episode on each sitcom. We got a part way through Roseanne and I was like, shit. Yeah. It's fine. We will either be short in the future or we won't be and you'll either decide to listen to us or not or so not. i don't really yeah like if you if like, you want to come here for history and truth fine if you don't back the fuck up this is how it's always been this is probably how it's always going to be i'm sorry i'm sorry okay um so i sent you yes yes i did find it okay great i'm just gonna scroll down really quick and find and go oh what is the definition of love for you Oh. <laughs> can someone uh therapist please therapist please can you send a therapist to aisle four aisle four aisle four we need um, a there's therapist been a, mm, there's we been need a spell a of emotion <laughs> and that trauma so on aisle we four. We can do an hour on this. Jesus, yeah. you want to talk about? I literally, I closed my eyes and scrolled, and that's the first thing that came. <laughs> um. Okay. Yes. Love for me. Yes. Is I don't even know how to fucking answer that. Who the fuck? Okay. Like, I'm gonna I'm gonna help you out. I know Corinthians two thirteen. <laughs> Love is patient, love is kind, it does not envy, it does not provoke, it is not proud, it is not rude, it is not self-centered, it keeps no record of wrong. Love delights in the world and rejoices in the truth. I know why you still remember this, but goddamn, I like all deleted all that. I know. (laughs) 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 In my mind after after I also deleted all that bullshit. Okay. (laughs) No. Control alt delete. Um (laughs) No, I did not keep that. But yes, love is all those things. And I remember that being told to me. And I went, mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I was trying to throw you about what, what does love mean? What is no, it is, it is truly all those things. I just can't remember you remember the Bible verse. Um, <laughs> like, Listen, I stopped myself. I know all of it. God damn. No. <laughs> God have mercy on me. Yeah. And my inability to memorize that. No. Mm. Um love is all those things though and i'm learning day by day what love is yeah for me and this is a very good time period for that because i did not really know yeah and now i am panicking every time it comes close to me yep love is a thing you feel and if you are aware of your feelings of it you'll be fine if you're unaware of your feelings of what love is your body will tell you very quickly and you will panic and then go nope everything's okay yep because this is not this is a dumb reason i've panicked before and been like "Ah, but that's a stupid reason to panic now i'm like nope this is a dumb reason to panic why are you panicking yeah why are you panicking yeah because Uh, it's like the things that you were panicking over were actually your five alarm fire alarms being like hey this person is a bad person for you don't do that and now it's like there's been that tiktok going around that's it's not your type it's your pattern yeah and i went oh this is the pattern oh this is my type Mm -hmm. because just just because someone makes you feel a certain way doesn't mean that way is good for you yep and then when you actually feel good Mm mm-hmm most of the time, <laughs> yeah, 
you go, why do I feel so good? Yep. Why am I not worried about this? Yep. And then you start making yourself panic for stupid reasons because there's literally yeah, nothing, nothing to be upset about, but you and your pattern feel like you have to panic. Yes. So you're creating reasons to panic for yourself, and it's like, bitch, get the fuck out of this pattern. Get this a- is bad. This is bad because you're worrying about not worrying. And that's the, like, you're so worried about being comfortable in this because you're afraid that it's going to go away. And there's no reason to. Just chill. It's going to be fine. Just chill, baby. A month is not that long. No. Not in the long run. And if you feel good with a person, feel good with a person. Yeah. What, What is love to you, Tabitha? Oh, damn. I have to actually answer this. I gave the bullshit answer. Um, I think for me, love is trust and communication and your actions and that's what it means that's 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 like i have to quantify it it can't just be the feeling it has to be the overall like whatever it is you know what i mean yeah you have to be able to fall back like you you can have the feeling and you know how you feel about a person but you have to be able to fall back on on those types of things in order to know that they're gonna be there for you. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Like that's how I feel about you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love you. I love you too. God, love is weird. Yeah. And it comes so quickly sometimes. Yeah. <sighs> it's, it, find me a question. Hopefully, it's good or dirty it's or something. It's been a wild series. Um. Okay, I kind of landed in the middle, but do you want to do a deep one or a not so deep one? Pick. Fine, not so deep. What is the first thing you want to do when you get tipsy? First thing I want to do when I get tipsy is watch Star Trek. Every time. Every time. Every time. It doesn't matter where I am, if I'm at a bar, if I am if I if I'm on a plane, if if I am at home. We need to open another space themed bar. Yes. If I it does not matter where I am. I could be in the trunk of a car. If I had gotten tipsy, I would want to watch Star Trek. I think all bars should have a little place where they just have, like, a little movie night section where you can just sit on the couch and watch movies go on or, like, TV shows go on and on. And people will join you and they'll be like, oh, my God, I fucking love this. And then you all sit there in the corner of the bar and watch a movie together. I think that would be great. It would be great. If I could just sit there and watch The X-Files, I... Like, just something stupid. We gotta open a sci-fi bar. Like, like that's all. Like, that. I, that's all I want to do. I like watching things and being amazed by the thing. And especially when I'm crossfaded. My God. Anyways. Yes. What, 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 what do you want to do? When I'm tipsy? Mm-hmm. I just want to start hugging people. Mm-hmm. Like, honestly, I just, I just start being like, hug no, I can you're s- beautiful tonight hug i can tell it in your eyes every fucking time I go, uh, you're like <sighs> so i if we're at home and i start getting tipsy i start putting on more layers yeah you, just do. Hug. <laughs> you look around and i see your eyes go like into a turtle and you're like hug. and you're like <laughs> blanket or if i'm close enough to eddie i'll be like cuddle eddie cuddle the dog <laughs> 
I am a very touchy-feely, cuddly person. Yes. If I am not touchy-feely, cuddly with you, I don't like you. I'm oh, so damn. sorry. <laughs> but, like, that's how you know. Yeah. I know people have that's problems telling me if I don't know. like them or not. That's how you know. She hates you. Tabitha got confused because I would hug her so much. <laughs> i'm used to it now i know but i still go i'm a not hooker right now i don't need to figure out yeah because like i think if you here's the thing i just need like i just need a three second warning yeah if you give me the three second warning i won't flinch but like <laughs> most of the time that's why i'll go like huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but like it's if you just go like i'm gonna hug you now or can we hug i'll be like oh yes but, like, if you don't tell me, it's not that I don't like hugs. I love hugs. It's just you get confused. You're like, ah, and a hug is coming. And yeah, I go, ah, you're touching me now. Like, I just. I go, you could be hugged at any given moment of time by me, especially if I'm tipsy. Yeah. Oh, my God. All I want to do, all I want to do is talk about weird shit and hug people when yeah. I'm tipsy. Yeah, you do. That's why I like stargazing. You like cuddle puddles. You're the only person. I love cuddle Oh, my puddles. God. Oh, my God. If y'all haven't been in a cuddle puddle oh. and you are feeling touch starved, I just existed in cuddle puddles as a kid, as a teen, as uh, as an adult. Like, I cons- I consistently find a group of people that I just go, and everybody gets group hug. <laughs> like, my, my friends and I in high school, we would get together and watch something, and we'd literally just all be laying on each other yeah no oh my god <laughs> every time in a theater show especially shakespeare because they happen a lot in shakespeare i idk why but if there's a cuddle puddle no, i'm like i'm no, ready for this my they don't happen a lot in shakespeare my leg goes here they don't. i shall wrap around you mm-hmm. puddle. like i love a cuddle puddle if i have gotten to spend like 30 <laughs> minutes on a stage and a cuddle puddle and i love oh, it oh my god cuddle puddles are amazing you crazy person that's not a is that's why i had friends the first year of college that we made a mega bed and we'd just all sleep in one bed together and i was like this is the life of luxury because like you just feel comfy and warm and encompassed i would also like everybody to know that in every single baby photo there's me i am literally asleep on someone's chest i think it's a part of my nurturing and just nature that i just i want to be enwrapped in a cuddle by my loved ones by at all times yeah so i don't but i don't like pda (laughs) 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 like okay like this like i'm gonna okay for me this is giving me her talking about the amount of cuddle puddles that she was in i went to a state of anxiety shock i could not and will never ever just get in a group of people they're people i know i don't give a fuck (laughs) i I would never i okay let me mm, okay do you want to know how i lost my first tooth let me tell you so i was in kindergarten right yes my friend valerie forgot her blanket for the day mom had my my mom had made me a dinosaur blanket <laughs> with a nice ruffle you told me this. and and i we were sh- we weren't sharing a mat we were just sharing a blanket and a bitch had the nerve now i didn't mind sharing i didn't mind being close bitch had the nerve to steal my motherfucking blanket when i was asleep and then i tried to steal it back and then she hit me in the face so then i started tugging 
the blanket with my tooth with like it in my mouth like a dog because I said give me my fucking blanket and I lost my first tooth now that is just me at five years old when I tell you at the same age I was upset that I couldn't share a blanket and just be like, hello, we take naps together now. <laughs> if someone didn't have a blanket, like we, they spaced us out and they were like, find your own space. And I was like, I just want to call with everybody. I was in Minnesota. It was cold. <laughs> it, no, the AC was on. It's not that it wasn't cold. I just can't. I can't like I I like I enjoy your presence and your company. So like if you need to snuggle that's fine. But I would prefer not to. Like I like not uh, with not with like not not with you, but like Yes, but with anybody else. With You've it, only gotten used to that because because I would come over on Tuesday. Yeah, you would come over and I'd be like, okay, she's, st- okay, all right, cool. You'd be like, she's a snuggler. Yeah, I would she is a snuggler. That explains your entire demeanor towards me during the first year <laughs> that we knew each other of like, oh, she, what is happening? Yeah. You must have thought I was crazy. I didn't think you were crazy. I, no, what happened was, no, let me, no. So what had happened was I got onto campus and I remember being like fucking Spock going to another world being like theater kids hug a lot. Theater kids touch a lot. Yeah, no, theater kids are so fucking touching. We sit and cuddle each other backstage. Like before I had a friend that would come around and literally kiss everybody on the cheek or on the mouth before every show. Like I would I was the one that for improv I would sh- go, can I hug you before the show? It just makes me feel closer to you. Like, I would legitimately ask that before every show. No, and asking is weird. No, asking is great. I like that. No, yeah. I, I like I like the asking. That <laughs> sounds phenomenal. You other bitches don't ask. You just go, oh my God! Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah. And I was like, ha, ah, ho, oh, ha, ah, ho. Oh. Like, and like, because like, I, like, Baptist, like, it was, we hot side hug. Y'all front hug every time. And I. I know. And for at least five seconds like i started averaging the time in my head and i'd be like oh, so oh no yeah there's the five seconds and then there's if you're friends it's a full on well, every time you see each other 15 seconds yeah, oh my, my god, god I love you. um and it's, it's nice it's nice no it's a wonderful beautiful thing yeah but that's also why theater kids are crazy we're all touch starved mm-hmm. anyways um Anyway, I'm a cuddly person. You are a cuddly person. That's what I want to do when I'm any any given point in time, but especially when I'm tipsy. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, what would you rate our ramen last night? Oh my god, ten out of ten. It's so good. Every time I eat it, I go "Mm, my soul is put back together. I have leftover You do. So good. Oh Jenny. Everybody tries Susuru ramen. It's so good. Yummy, and yummy. Home business. Yeah. We love it. We love to see oh, it. Uh, yeah, 10 out of 10. Easy. I also, oh, I also tried the crispy rice. Their crispy rice was so good. I'm sure mm. it was. Mm. Like, it was the right level of spicy. It was, I don't know what kind of tuna they're using, but it's, you know, it's, it's, it's sushi tuna. You're fine. Yeah. Um, and, but like crisp, oh, crisp crunch. Mm. It's so good. God. Oh, my God. No. I love crispy rice. We had breakfast. We haven't had any lunch it's dinner now babe like 
Oh, shit, yeah. But uh, we had breakfast at lunch. We're fine. We're on track. Yeah, we're fine. I'm going pasta anyway. Yeah, probably. Um, What would you eat the rosé? Um, It was citrusy. It's not... Meh. Like, it's... I wish it was a little smoother. Um, It's very tart in my opinion mm. um but honestly it'd be great on a hot day because it kind of gave me the feeling of lemonade yes where it's like i do want more of it because it, it quenches the mouth feel yeah it does um do i love it as a specifically a rosé though nah yeah. so like six out of ten um off-centered laugh tracks yeah <laughs> Um, <laughs> like that, like that, you. like that. Thank you I, so much. <laughs> 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 what would you rate it? Oh no, that was funny. Um, oh, um, honestly, okay, I really like this rosé. It is <laughs> something that I can drink all day because I do want more of it. Like, yeah, we- I didn't at first, and then I was like. Yeah. yeah i was like i why do i crave more of this thing um it's kind of like the mcdonald's fries of rosé yes it is that is <laughs> the exact way to describe it yeah because it's not like it's not like it's good for you and it's not like it's good but, it, but like, it's, you do kind of want some. you want some because we typically sometimes like if we really don't like a bottle it's hard for us to finish it but like with this one, I, I went like, Ooh, more. <laughs> I'm out. Yeah, um, and that's how I'm gonna start judging some of them because, like, because yeah. like, is it a good rosé? No, no. But most rosés aren't. Yeah, like we've we've now hit the market on them, and I would like to start hitting some good ones. Um, uh, <laughs> um, yeah. but um, we yeah, like, except for Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg's was great. Snoop, uh, yeah. Um, and his and his champagne was also good, or his sparkling yes it was yeah we, ch- we had he knows some. what you need <laughs> out of out he, of a thing he does he goes this is the notes that you need all right snip dizzle in the hizzle um so i am gonna rate this like an eight out of ten you are too shocked in the, in the motherfucking middle of it. So excited that you had to do that. Wow, an 8 out of 10. Oh, wow. This is a good day for me to go to bed. Like, what? What were you going to say? What were you going to say? What was that? I got thirst. classic tv tropes yes um it's it's here you know you see them you don't it wasn't what it was it wasn't it was what it was it was what it wasn't so yeah that's what i'm gonna rate it um so where can you find us at um you can find us at ramenandrose.com and also on all of the socials you can find tabitha tabitha the one and only thomas tabitha underscore the one and only <laughs> so sorry <laughs> <laughs> you gotta put that underscore that underscore tabitha the underscore the one and only yeah um you can find me at daria.is.good at 
everything. Yeah. Um, we're on the things. We're on Thread. What do y'all think of Thread? We're on Thread. We're also on Pinterest. If you just we're like, on Pinterest. I accidentally made us a Pinterest yeah. business page. Yeah. Really easy. Didn't know that was a thing. Um, what are you looking forward to in the next week? Yeah. What are you? What? Are, yeah. We we would like to get our engagement up. So. If you would like to, like, start, you know, engaging with us on the socials, that'd be cool. Um, yeah. Yes. So tell us, tell us, what are you looking forward to this week? Um, this is probably going to be released mid-September, so that means that we're a hidden peak Gilmore Girls season. Um, you just want to do Gilmore's on the podcast, don't you? I mean, we're already doing Yep, we're going to do it. It's okay. I'm <laughs> in the middle of fall. We will do Gilmore Girls. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, sorry. I, I wasn't quite. We'll do an Amy Sherman Palladino episode. Just a yeah. full episode. Well, we can't do. We'll get into that. Um, but anyways, yes. Um, the We just want to hear from you. We would like to see how you're doing. Hope yeah. you're having a good day. Hope you enjoyed listening to this. Whatever this was. Um, it was a time and a half. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Ramen Rose is here, back, and uh, ready to talk about the things no one else is talking about. Yeah. So for better, for worse. So tune in for the second season. Um, as we go along, there might be more love involved. Oh, 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 what? Um. So I, you know what? Uh, to play us out today. Oh, we get an outro. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do a special one. Um, because we're going to do it to the, to the thing that started it all for me. Mm. Um, and, and then we might do this eventually. We might not, but yeah. This theme song is so good. I'm going to have some of the best songs. Yeah. Goodbye. Goodbye.